choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony. I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to 100, nigga, real quick. All right, all right, all right. What up, what up, what up? Back. This is Thanks for Asking Kells Radio. This is episode 156. I'm Kells. How y'all doing? Hope y'all are cool. So, um... This episode probably gonna be a little long. I ain't gave y'all a long one in a minute because I realized that I got a lot of shit. And um I would like to get to all of it today. So uh get to strap and strap in. <laughs> Alright, um oh I'm not sure if I said this is episode 156. Alright, so let's go. Um so uh, if you follow me on Instagram or I think I put it on Twitter too. And if you listen to this, you know, I've been talking for a few weeks now about this fucking job that I just, that had me fucked up. And I told y'all that, you know, I was going to tell y'all the details when I left. So I left Friday. I had, I actually put in my resignation, uh, a couple months ago and, um, set the date for, well, actually I set the date for Monday, but I wasn't no way I was going to get up after the weekend and go in there for one day. Um, so here we go. So we'll start with that. And I, and, and um, I'll actually, sorry, let me go in order. So let me give yours a neg or two real quick to, um, I, I was going to go back and forth, but I'll talk about the other one that I was going to give in this, in the content. Um, Big Frida, Big Frida, sorry, um, has an LP, EP, I don't know what out. Um, please check that joint out. That joint is hot fire. And I don't know why. No, none of y'all Negroes told me about it. I guess y'all not hip, but if you're not, I'm hipping it to you. Listen to it. That joint, that joint is fire. I like Big Frida, but I got to admit, New Orleans bounce music, it ain't always my favorite. Um, I get it. It gets the crowd hype. I get it, but like a whole set of it ain't for me, but this album is dope. All right. So it's called, I don't even know what it's called, but it's Big Frida. It's only about seven songs, I think. Um, let's see. What is it called, though? It is called... Oh, Third War Bounce. Join, join this hot fire. All right. Okay. So, moving on. So, back to the job. So, if you saw my video, I told y'all I work at News Corps. I'm just going to get a company name. I, I was going back and forth. I'm going to name people's names. I'm not going to name people's names. I got names for everybody. I'm not going to use their, their names. Work for News Corp, which is the parent company, which is owned by Rupert Murdoch, which is a parent company for companies uh, like Dow Jones... Um, fucking Wall Street Journal, um, what New York Post, uh, Har- Harper Collins Publishers, uh, News UK, a whole bunch of uh, Fox Sports Australia, um, Fox, all, all that shit. Every all that Fox bullshit, all that fucking right wing Trump Republican bullshit. We're the parent company for that, and um, I was a uh, global compliance counsel, so I basically was compliance counsel over all of the businesses here in the U.S. and in, and in the Australia. Boom. So, y'all can probably already see where this is going, but I'm gonna tell you the story. So, um, as you may or may not know, like I, I, I've said before, I've been working in this finance, in this banking. I do, my, my, um, when I was in the military, I told you before, I chased down terrorists, and I did, I was an intel analyst, a linguist, and a, um, an intelligence officer. And, 
you know, if you watch, I don't know, Homeland or any of the shows, there's always a scene where they have, you know, the people on the board with the strings attached and they chasing down their money and checking their bank accounts and all that shit. That's part of Intel work. It's like, it's basically research, you know, it's among the other things we do. We have surveillance and all the shit we do, but that's one good paper trail. You always want to follow the money because if you follow the money, it will lead you to, um, the top guys, right? So that's what I did. I, I, I developed that skill in the military, out of civilian world. It's a whole area, it's a whole career field called financial crimes, and it encompasses everything from like anti-bribery, anti-corruption, anti-money laundering. Um, I don't know. You know, any 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 kind of shenanigans that goes on in financial services falls under financial crimes, and I have experience and expertise in just about every area, um, except for like. I mean, a little bit like Dodd Frank and Volcker, but that's a little bit different. That's not very, that's not really financial crimes. It's different things. But any kind of scam, any kind of fraud, any kind of shit that runs, I I, I can do it. I know it. That's my field, right? But that ain't what I, that, that's not what I went, went to law school for. I went to law school for entertainment law, and I just got life situations happening, and I just got caught up in, I mean, not caught up. It's what I can do. It pays a lot of money. It's in high demand. It's getting even a higher demand with your man in the office. Um... But I was at uh, Deutsche um, doing uh, financial crimes, and I was just um, kind of bored. It was cool at first, but I told you, I spoke about my German boss on here before. He was an expat, and, you know, Europeans, they signed contracts at their jobs. They had way more workers' protection rights than us, and he was done. So he did his little rotation in, in the U.S., and he was done, and he was going back to Germany. And so, you know, that was my boy. He, you know, he put me on all the committees, like, yo, I'm gonna put you on all the shit, I'm gonna give you all the high speed, basically, I'm gonna give you all the high speed shit that you need so you can get promoted. But he left, and so, um, you know, I was like, alright, well, this shit is, I have been there about a year and a half. I was like, alright, well, if he going, I don't, I don't know what these other niggas do, but I don't want to do it, and, um, it was either project management work, which, no, or, um, I don't even know what the other people's on, but, so I was like, alright, let me go, so, and, and, again, I've been trying to get back to the entertainment side, so I was like, alright, saw the job announcement for News Corps, that's media, right, that's not financial, it's, it's media, it's print media, we got, uh, my bad, I can't remember the other one, we got Realtor.com too, so I was like, alright, this is media, it's, it's closer, so I, I apply in like October, November, go in interview with the guy that I was going, you know, to, um, so it's, his, his title was group chief compliance officer, which is basically a setup. The way the company set up this general counsel is the general counsel and chief compliance officer, which is problematic because at most companies, it's not like that. In most companies, there's general counsel and there's chief compliance officer. And it's for reasons that I'm getting to later, but here at news Corps, they're combined. Fine. The GC, I like a lot. I interview with him. I like him a lot, but he's the GC over the entire co- co- compliance. What we do, compliance, financial crimes, whatever you want to call it, is like a tiny little sliver of what he has responsibility for. So the structure is this GC, and then there's three what are called GCCOs, the Group Chief Compliance Officer, which are like SVPs, and then there's me below that, which was the Global Compliance Council. Now, peep this, because this is key. I am the global, I was the global compliance counsel over the entire, again, corporate. Basically, I'm the nigga that when I walk in the door, you in trouble, right? If y'all know anything about corporate, you know, you, you, you had sexually harassed somebody or, you know, you ain't did your training or whatever. Y'all, everybody works somewhere y'all know. If I walk in the door, you in trouble, right? That's my role. A lot of, lot of responsibility, a lot of, um, authority, supposedly, but, 
my title is like as far as corporate titles go, not as far as the company goes, but as far as corporate like C level titles go, was the lowest of the low. So my boss is this SVP. I was uh, my t- my official title was associate, which is still high. It's above most people, but it's 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 the lowest of the low, right? So that already was a little strange to me. So what I'm trying to say here is a little stuff when I took the job that. It's not that I missed it, but I should have, my spidey senses were tingling and I should have paid attention to it. So that was the first thing. Like, okay, I'm global compliance counsel. I got all this responsibility and I got all this quote fingers authority, but my title is super low. Like I should at least been, if you SVP, if the general counsel, general counsel, my boss is SVP, I should at least be VP, I, I think, but no. So when I was interviewing for the job, sorry, when I was interviewing for the job, I spoke to the guy who had the job before me. He had left like months before. And pay everything I'm telling you is important. So pay attention. He had left like months before, eight or nine months before, because his wife got some big fancy job down in DC. He had to move down to DC for her. So he had been out of that position for like I think they said eight or nine months, right? Gone. However, the position that I came into was more senior. Didn't know this. Also, found it out later. Was more senior than his position. So. When I interviewed and and applied and interviewed, I applied an interview to replace him. Okay? By the time I got the job and my job description, it was something totally I had I had everything that he was supposed to do plus all this other shit. Okay? Second little spidey tingly thing, but I was like, "All right, cool. That's actually okay, so I'm more senior, I get more money, you know, whatever. Cool, cool, cool." So, I and I and I when I was interviewing with the, with with the guy was gonna be a boss, I was like, look, um, this is Rupert Murdoch's company, this is Fox, all this shit, look, what is the culture like here, cause I don't, I'm not doing this Trump shit, I'm not coming in here every day with this bullshit, Rupert Murdoch be here a lot, he stays on the same floor as us, we were on the, exec- we were on the executive floor, so his office was on the floor, he'd be walking around, and Tommy Lauren and all these, all these people you see on the news, these Fox niggas, be walking around that building, they be in that building, they be in the cafeteria, they be in the elevator, I was like, what the fuck, it's a culture, dude I argued with, look, he was like, I ain't gonna lie, them motherfuckers do be in the elevator, you will see them motherfuckers in the hall, and the guy I was interviewing was Afghan, and he was a Muslim, right, but he was white, but I mean, he was Afghan, he was a Muslim, he's a minority, right, he's a Muslim working at Fox, okay, um, he was like, you gonna want to drop kick them motherfuckers and see him in the hallway. He, um, cause he, and you know, cause honestly, I won't even get into this, but it's a show. That shit on, on Fox is not real. That shit is like a TV, is like any other sitcom. Like all that shit they saying is for show. It's not real. Them motherfuckers get on TV and say the wildest shit and then get on, get in, be in the hallway in the elevator and talking to you like they regular. And I'm not no fake nigga. I'm like, yo, y'all can't be on TV saying that wild shit. And y'all think y'all hurt, y'all fucking hurting people and you fucking ruined the country and fuck you, right? He was like, but our floor, which is legal, we are on such and such floor, which is way above them. So it's not like we be on the main, like when you walk in, if anybody ever been in the Fox building, it's on 46 and 6. We walk in all the studios and well, two of the studios are on the first floor. Then there's like studio, Dow Jones is in there. It's like studios on different floors, but the main two are on the first floor. So you walk in, he was like, it ain't like the main floor with the studios and you just see them niggas all the time. He's like, we way up on 13. Cool. And and all the people here are cool. He was like, some are conservative, some are less so. He was like, but nobody here is an asshole. Nobody here is, you know, crazy, which relatively true. 
relatively. So I take the job because I'm going to come work the guys. He's not there no more, so I can say his name. His name is Joe. I'm going to work for him. Cool. Take the job. I didn't even think they was going to offer it to me. I mean, I went in there. I interviewed my best. I do. I usually do well at interviews. Um, you know, I, I, I think. I mean, I get jobs I get, I think I, I interview well, I know how to sell myself, and I know how to sell my skill set, so, I, but I didn't think I was going to get the job, because I was like, ah, whatever, I'm some dyke, black-ass dyke up in here, like, I'm sure they interviewing mad other people, like, whatever, so I left, thinking, you know, well, you know, I did, I did a good job, but we'll see, so I did my little follow-ups and email, all the shit you gotta do, cool, um, they called me, like, the next day, like, super excited, like, yeah, we wanna bring you on board, what's your salary, blah, 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 and I'm like, oh, all right, sure, so, you know, I go through, I, I do all the little background, I accept it. So when I'm doing the background, it asks for, um, what did it ask for? It asks for like eight years of history, yeah, or your last three jobs. Now, in this economy, y'all know that people move around a lot. So your last three jobs, depending, might only go back like three or four years, maybe five years, right? So that's the third little thing that hit my spidey senses because I was like, all right, well, I'll put my last three jobs, but that only takes me back to 2013 or 2012, something like that. I'm like, that don't really dive into the experience that really makes me qualify for this job, but whatever. I mean, a little bit, but whatever. Okay, cool. I just thought it was, I didn't think it was very, my, what I'm, the point I'm trying to make is I didn't think it was a very thorough background check. Um, to say the last eight, most people say the last five or whatever, to say the last eight or your last three, you know what I mean, some people have three jobs in three years, so you only gonna go back three years, um, so that was the third thing, so I get in there, I come in, so I take the job, so I get there, like, a, like I think, I want to say the week, I either started the week before Thanksgiving or the week after, I can't remember, I mean, because Thanksgiving was a holiday, so I can't remember if I had started before or after, but I know I started right before Christmas, basically, so I had like basically two and a, it was basically like two and a half weeks before Christmas, like by December 1st I had started, right, so let's like what, two weeks till Christmas, remember that, very important, so I start, um, oh, I skipped the part, I'm sorry, so after I accept the job, I'm still at the old job, and I can't remember if it was the same day or the next day, but it was very, very close to when I sent I accepted the job, and this is the third thing, I forgot, I'm telling the story out of order, this is the other thing that hit my side, spidey senses, so she offers me the job, I'm like, okay, well, no, um, let me think about it, send the offer over, let me think about it, she's telling me the offer on the phone, I'm like, cool, cool, send the offer over, let me read over, let me think about it, but, you know, regular, I ain't gonna just say yeah on the phone, right, so she says, okay, so a couple days go by, I don't get the, I'm still waiting, I don't get the offer, I'm still waiting, I'm like, alright, well, they must not put it together yet, so then she calls me, she's like, hey, yeah, I'm waiting for your response, I'm like, response for what? You said you're gonna send the offer over, she's like, oh, well, I'm not gonna send an offer to you except the job, and I'm like, ding, 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 like, my bells is ringing, I'm like, Mwah. but I wanted out of Deutsche again, and I wanted, so I was like, and, and she gave me the offer on the phone, so I, knew, it's not like I didn't know what it was, but I, you know, okay, fine, so I accepted. Not long after that, I want to say the next day or a couple days, very shortly after, I get a call from Joe, who I interviewed with. Hey, Kelly, I heard you accepted the offer. I Listen, I just wanted to let you know that um, I actually accepted another position. So after you rushed me to accept this job, and then after I accepted, the dude that I interviewed with and agreed to work for is calling and telling me he has another job. Cool, I don't have no problem. Because one, one of the things I was telling him, one of the reasons I liked him and he liked me, because he had came from banking just like me. He came from HSBC, and he was like, I was like, listen, 
I ain't gonna sit here and lie, because I do this in interviews now, because why the fuck not? I be like, look, I'm not gonna sit here and lie, I don't know if this is something I wanna do for the rest of my life, but I mean, I'm good at it, I have the skill, and I, you know, I'm looking to stay here, you know, build my skills here, and, and move on. And he was like, yes, that's what you do. He was like, look, we came from the same background, we know how these companies are, they don't give a fuck about you, he was like, I'm gonna tell you straight up, this position right here is one that you take for two or three years, and then you go on to do something else, either here, or somewhere else, he was like, and it's probably gonna be somewhere else, I'm telling you right now, they don't promote a lot, it's hard to move ahead here, he, he, he was straight up with me, we was sitting there talking, like, I hate when you go on jobs, and you know, these old fucking baby boomer ass motherfuckers, oh, well, you know, you got a lot of, you've you been all around, yeah, yeah, I've been all around, because the economy is shit, and the only way you can get a raise or a promotion is to go to another company, because you old ass motherfuckers don't want to retire, and just can't, can't nobody get nowhere, wasn't like that, he was about, I say he was about 35, 40, he was around the same age, cool, it's another reason I took the job, I'm like, okay, this motherfucker gets it, I ain't, I ain't gotta act like I'm trying to retire here and all that bullshit, cool, so, and, and, and in the interview, to his credit, he is, he's telling me things, he's telling me the things that are gonna become issues later, but I'm just not understanding, like, I'm, I'm not even in there yet, I'm not really picking up on what he's saying, but he's, he's telling me things, he's warning me about things, and I'm like, oh, okay, not, you know, okay, I got it, cool, 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 I was in the middle, of, you know, he's telling me, yeah, there's some people here that are a little difficult, I'm like, that's fine, well, he was phrasing, like, how are you getting along with people, I'm like, look, I was in the military, I was in the Marine Corps, getting along is not an issue, y'all gotta have a job done, so y'all just gotta figure it out, so I'm perfect with difficult personalities, it don't bother me, which is true, it don't, military, all that, well, I don't like her, it don't matter, Y'all, you could, you could be a motherfucking Klansman sitting next to me, this motherfucking mission gotta get done, so we gonna have to just work it out, right, so, um, you know, I take the job, so I go in there, so, alright, so now dude leaves, so, my second day, I'm in there one day, this motherfucker's last day is my second day at News Corps, now, remind you, I told you that it's the, 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 the structure is the GC, then the GCCO, then it's me, he's the GCCO for the US, it's one for the US, one for UK, one for Australia, he's the GCCO for the US, he's leaving, what that mean, I don't have no boss, my boss now is the GC, who is the general counsel of the whole motherfucking enterprise, I'm not gonna bother him with shit, he's the general counsel, he got, he's in charge of everything, right, I don't have no boss, I, and, and I just walked in the door two days ago, and the place is so fucked up, so there's another attorney there, he's a junior counsel, um, but the way they had the structure was very, so one of the, one of the issues they, they have, and they continue to have, is that my predecessor, everything was basically siloed, so they don't have any, these motherfuckers are like at 97 levels, they don't have any like standard procedures in place, they got, they got, um, in trouble, like all these fucking audit points, which are accurate, they don't have any procedures in place, like, any regular company you go in, the training is manual, the shit is retarded, these motherfuckers are on, like, around 2,000 level with, like, everything, this motherfucker that I replaced, he, everything is handwritten notes, or just, like, very specialized, so, he'll just email, somebody be like, hey, how we do so-and-so, they don't have no standard procedures, he'll just email them, so basically, when I come in there, it's no turnover, number one, I have no boss, number one, I have no turnover, number two, they hand me my quote finger job description, which is two pieces of paper taped, uh, stapled together with like five lines highlighted on, it looked like a law school outline, basically, with five things highlighted, this is my turnover doc, and everything else, so I'm asking um, the, the, 
the other counsel, the junior counsel, he's, but he, they're siloed, he knows what he does, he don't know what this guy does, he like, I don't know, I could just tell you where these files are, I don't really know what he did, cause, you know, he didn't really tell me, so I have no boss, I have no turnover, I have no direction whatsoever, and dude tried to help me as much as he could, but again, dude take handwritten, handwritten notes, it's no files, it's no nothing, dog, okay, and, and your shit is a mess, and I'm walking in, in the middle, these motherfuckers, so these motherfuckers have been trying to implement this third party, um, management system since 2013, they've been trying to implement this shit since 2013, what is it this year? 2018, they ain't got it implemented yet, another key point, that's five years, right? Okay, I come in, in the middle, they, um, I guess they did one rigmarole, they ain't like how it works, and now they redoing it, I come in, I'm supposed to project manage this, I'm the project manager of this project, which y'all been trying to institute since 2013, which ain't had nobody doing shit with it for 8 months, which y'all in the middle of some shit that I have no fucking idea, cause ain't no notes and nobody tell me, and I'm the project manager, okay, cool, cool, Marine, fucking figure it out, cool, I'll figure it out, everybody throwing me, read this, read that, read this, read that, it's a pile of books, I'm like, listen, I can't read all this, so basically what I'm doing is, normally you come in a job, and you read through, and you figure it out, and then somebody tell you what's important, or what's not, these niggas just dropping shit on my desk, like, oh, well, here go the risk protocol, here go this, and here go that, here go that, and, and we got a meeting about this, we got a meeting about that, uh, okay, cool, so basically what I did is, as things came up, I read it, because I just didn't have no, nothing else I could do, I can't read this binder, alright, what you talking about, you talking about the risk ranking, alright, let me flip through, okay, this is the part, read that part, and I'm just basically reading what I need as I go, but I, I feel like I'm picking it up pretty quickly, because it, it wasn't, this is the point I'm trying to get, this shit is not difficult, they're fucking stupid, and making this shit crazy difficult, like, I have worked other places, third party onboarding is not that hard, you fucking risk rank your vendors, some are at higher risk, it depends on what it is for bribery, anti-corruption, and shit like that, a lot of it has to do where they are, and what they're doing, basically, you know, your third party, when, when you when you hear about companies getting in trouble for bribing people and doing all this and doing all that, it's usually not actually the employee, usually, nowadays you never know, but usually it's not actually the employees of the company, it's the vendors that they deal with, so, so you know, they, they, I don't know, construction, like you got a salesperson who brings on this, the a construction person, and they bribe the, you know, they're in Brazil, and in Brazil you can't get nothing done, so they have to bribe, the, it's that person that does the bribe, it's not like the corporation, but as an agent, a representative of the company, you're not, they're not gonna say Joe Schmo did it, they're gonna say News Corp did it, right? So, all of this um, stemmed from, I don't know if y'all remember, back in 2013, there was a big hullabaloo about them t- uh, wiretapping reporters and bribing for tips back in the UK, in the UK, not in the US, in the UK, but it's an Australian and British company, and so they got slapped for that, and so all of this, before that, didn't have any kind of anything, because they're a media company, they're like, we low risk, we don't need that, so this is, it all happened in 2013, and they done been through like three general counsels, and four deep group, group chief compliance officers, high turnover, any place you go in, my, my, my boy, who's the co-counsel, he's been there, th- he's been there four years, he's had five bosses, high turnover, so when, that's another, that's another flag, when you go in a company, you see high turnover, and high levels like that, just, you gotta get the fuck out of there, like, okay, this place is a shit show, cause this man been here four years, and he had to have five bosses, and when you talk about some little low level manager, we talking about group chief compliance officer, and 
and two GCs. The GC I had that I worked under, it was two before him in four years. Shit show, right? Um, so long story short, I get in there, you know. Oh, by the way, um, this week we're having, they have this big, like, one of the things they have to do is have these quarterly compliance meetings. We have them quarter. It's a big deal. It's a GC, it's a GC, head of mergers acquisition, head of audit, all the big wiggity wigs is in there. Um, and me, who am function as a corporate secretary, so I have to take the minutes and all of that shit, and the co-counsel and a group, and a group chief compliance officer who's not there. So basically me and my co-counsel, cool, cool. And my co-counsel is not even as senior as I am. Cool, cool. Cool. Well, you got to put the agenda together now. Let me. This is in the story where I need to introduce these two bitches. And I ain't calling them bitches because they women. I'm calling them bitches because these bitches is bitches. I'm calling British bitch and the Australian bitch. Those are the two other. One is the GCCO in the UK. One is the GCCO in Australia. These two bitches are the bitches that the dude I was interviewing with was warning me about. He was like, I'm trying to tell you. You know, they're very difficult to get along. You know, they, they rub a lot. Nobody likes them to rub a lot of people the wrong way. He wasn't saying it so direct, but he was, you know, saying it. I'm like, all right, cool. I dealt with the Brits before. The Brits are a pain in the ass. I dealt with the Brits in Afghanistan. They are. They're a pain in the ass. They're passive-aggressive. They do stupid shit. You know, they want to document shit just to document. They love meetings. They love phone calls. We're not getting nowhere. So I, I was familiar with the um, Brits. A little bit less familiar with the with the Australians, but a little bit. So I, I'm like, okay, yeah, I, I know how they are. So again, my first week, we had this big muckety muck um, compliance quarterly meeting with the GC and all these like top head of MA, like top, top, top people, and me and my coworker. And that's it. I had to pull together agenda. Well, okay, how do I pull the agenda together? Is there is there a form, is there a template? What do I do? I don't know, but you can maybe look. Um, I don't know if, if 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 Adam left some files or maybe look in the drive. Cool, cool, cool. Okay, so I look in the drive and I look at what and it was some stuff that I just looked up the last one and I was like, oh, okay, this looked pretty simple. The agenda was nothing too complicated, so I copied it. They were like, oh, and you also have to take the minutes. Okay, cool, cool, cool. All right, well, let me see what the minutes look like. I had took the minutes at the bank for shit, but, you know, everybody does it different. So I pull up his last minutes. Oh, okay, cool. So I follow that template. Listen to what I'm saying. I pulled up what the dude did the last time, followed the template. That's all I did. What do I do? Well, you got you to gotta hit up British bitch, and you got to hit up Australian bitch and see what they want to put on the agenda. Cool, cool, did that. And then, by the way, that quarterly meeting, I'm telling y'all, it's important. These bitches fly from Australia, and they fly from London to New York for this meeting. This meeting is important. This is what the, because this is what the regulator said we had to do. It's an important meeting. So these bitches are coming, so I'm going to meet them, right? So far, it's only been on the phone. So, in the meantime, the GC, again, who I like, he, he schedules a meeting with me. He's like, look, so, you know, realize there's no GCCO here, usually that's who you would ask, he was like, so in the meantime, if you have any questions, ask me, you know, just ask me, he was like, their function, talking about the two bitches, their functions are, they are the regional operatives, we tell them what to do, they go do it, but if you report to me, if you have any questions, you ask me, this is the GC, who's everybody's boss tells me this, basically what he was saying is, they're not your boss, I'm your boss, the way the way it's set up is it's, New York is is central. We tell everybody else what to do. It's just the way it's structured. That's the way they want it. It's the way it's set up. It's a UK company. It's an Australian company. But New York is the center. That's how they want it because Fox drives the business, right? And that's here. So 
Cool. So this is what he tells me. And and my co- my co- my colleague had been telling me to want to stay there four years. He's like, I'm telling you right now. He's telling me all he hates these bitches too. He's telling me all the stories. He's like, and they think you work for them. You don't work for them. They try to teach treat us like we they little admin people. We not. And they do sending shit like, hey, you know, sending hey, here's the document. By the way, can you just go ahead and redline it and put it? No, I cannot, bitch. I don't work for you. I'm not your admin. Little shit like that, right? While I'm trying to learn every fucking thing. He's talking to me. We're talking, I'm like, okay. He's like, oh, and by the way, you're also the group chief, you're also the chief compliance officer for the New York Post. Cool, 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 cool. Okay, 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 cool. Right. Group, okay, chief compliance officer, New York Post. Okay, cool. Um, what does that entail? Because I, I hadn't, didn't know that, just found that out today. Um, well, I don't really know. Adam was doing it. I don't know what he did. This is the GC. I don't really know. Adam was doing it. You could look in the files and figure it out. Cool. Cool. Okay. So I do. I go back to the file. Actually, I go back to the file. There's nothing there. Before Joe before Joe left, he was like, yo, if you have any questions, email. He on to his other job. But I had to. I was like, yo, Joe, um, what do I have to do for New York Post? I'm group I'm com- I'm compliance officer. What does that mean? He was like, oh, if you go in here, you'll find it. So I did. I went in where he told me to look, and there was a report from some monitoring they had or whatever, what they did. So again, I took that report, used the template. It didn't look too difficult. I went through, I was like, okay, you have to check this. Okay. You have to check that. And then I looked, and I was like, okay, you got to get this, 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 and that. Cool. But it really wasn't no information. So basically I asked my colleague, I'm like, well, who do I, who's my point of contact over there? He was like, I don't know, but try this guy. Dog. It's, it's so, it's, when I say no direction, I mean no direction to the point where niggas can't even tell me who I'm supposed to ask. Who at Dow Jones do I need? Who, who, who is the, who is the, who's the general counsel at Dow Jones? Cause I have to, I direct general counsel. I'm compl- I tell them, I, oh, um, I don't know. Try, it's either Liz or this person. It's either that person or that person. <laughs> well, no, it is this person, but I don't know if that's who you talk to or if you talk to that person. Like shit like that. Okay, cool, cool. So basically what I did was I sent the um, guy in New York Post. I'm like, look, I'm, I'm the replacement for this dude. Um, can we meet? And, you know, I got to do this thing, this monitoring. You probably know more about it than I do. I have no idea. So the first time, can you please just walk me through and tell me what you do? I have this report here, but I don't really know. Do y'all have an official meeting? Like, what you got to do? Luckily for him, luckily for me, he was squared away. And, and they're low. There's no issues with them. All they really... It's only one issue you really have to worry about with the post, and he's on top of it. So his it was actually easy. He was like, "Well, I email you this. You talk to that guy. He'll tell you that. You get the you get this from that guy, and and that's it. And it was theirs is really simple. Cool. Thank God. One thing down, right? So I do that again. No boss, no direction. I figure it out. I'm chief compliance officer, New York Post. Cool. I figured it out, right? No boss. This goes on for like two, they interviewing people, they had the one lady from Goldman Sachs, but she, uh, they liked her, but something happened, she wouldn't come, so they're telling us about this other guy, so they tell us this guy's name. In the meantime, British bitch and Australian bitch have come for the, for the, for the, um, meeting. This bitch, I'm here three days, y'all, this bitch is sitting down, oh, well, let me go through your job description and this and that and the other, like, I'm like, and I'm just sitting there like, sis, it's December, like, 8th, I just got here. I don't even know what the fucking bathroom is yet, really. Um, we about to go on Christmas vacation. I don't have time for this. I'm really just trying to figure out what I need to do for this important-ass meeting that I'm taking the minutes for, and I'm the goddamn corporate secretary, because, you know, minutes are subpoenable, so they have to be straight. 
I gotta get this shit right, cause you know I I don't got t- all this you talk about all this all this all of this that you are talking about can wait until after the holiday because everybody know at every job in the world after like what the tenth of December ain't nobody around and ain't nobody doing shit anyway. You got your Christmas parties and niggas is peeling off for the holidays. Like get the fuck you all the way from UK in my face. Like get out of here, right? Irritating the fuck out of me, both of them, and they both fucking airheads. And they just be worrying about little stupid shit that's not important. Bugging me to death. So, I'm already not liking these bitches. Meantime, and again, these bitches are in the UK and Australia, dog. They are sending, both of them, sending me 20 and 30 emails a day. Like, I don't got enough to do. I don't have time, and it don't be about nothing. About petty bullshit, and again, like my boy said, admin shit. Oh, can you check it such and such? No, bitch, I cannot. I don't work for you. I'm not your admin. I'm not none of that shit. I'm the compliance officer for News Corp. I'm fucking important. I got fucking shit to do, and I gotta figure out what the fuck it is, and how to fucking do it, and I ain't got time for your bullshit. I got to do from um, NAM, that's another business we got, News American Marketing, asking me about shit, because I'm supposed to be the guy, he coming, he's cool, he was like, yeah, so I was asking around who the person is, and you the person, so tell me how to do this. Luckily, what he was asking me, I knew from another place how to do it. He was asking me about how to clear um, something, which I knew how to do. So I was like, okay, yeah, do it like this, blah, 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 cool. Thank God he asked me something I fucking knew, right? Um, so I, I ain't got time for you. So this goes on for two months. I am by my fucking self. I have no idea. I'm trying to figure shit out. I got in trouble. Well, I ain't get in trouble, but when I was trying to do, we have to do this certification, and I was trying to figure out who I need to do this one certification for, for um, one of the businesses. Nobody knew who I had to do it with, right? So, my colleague was like, look, I don't know who you, who the person to contact is, but I think when the guy replaced it the last time, he talked to this guy. Cool. I sent this guy an email. An email from News Corp with my signature. It's from News Corp with my Global Compliance Council, my email, my telephone number, all of this. I sent it to him, and I'm like, hey, blah, blah. It was... It was an Iran certification, right? Now, I know everybody, you can't open spam and all this, and they get, I get it. Um, you know, phishing and all that shit in the email. Everybody gets the training, I get it. But I sent you an email from a News Corp email address, and I have my title and who I am and why I'm asking in the email. I don't hear nothing back. So I'm like, all right, whatever. I just didn't didn't think about it. So we have this weekly, bi-weekly meeting with the GCCOs and the, and the GC. Again, I'm the secretary. And so I get in here, and the GC, he hands me this email, and I'm looking like, what? This dumb motherfucker that I send the email to calls, like, corporate security, talking about this is a phishing attempt, and I don't know why anybody would be asking me any, anything about Iran, and I don't know anything. Blah, blah, blah. This one dumb bitch calls corporate security. Nigga. I am the chief compliance officer. If you don't know what I'm talking about, just email me back and be like, I don't know what you're talking about. Or, you know, why are you asking me this? I said, but I explained in email. I was like, hey, I'm this person. I understand that you coordinated with this one, Adam, before. I'm his replacement. Um, you know, do you, if you, can you just, what you guys did before, I don't really know the process. Or if, you, or if you're not the person anymore, please let me know who is. That's the, basically the email I sent them. This dumb motherfucker calls corporate security. Corporate security, you know, they always super fucking cops. She calling me on my office phone. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. So he's like, she's like, uh, yeah, I need to know if you sent so-and-so email. And I'm like, bitch, who is you? I'm like, um, what's this in reference to? Well, I just need to know if you sent an email. No, I need to know who the fuck you are because I'm, (laughs) 
I'm the chief compliance. I'm the fucking chief. Uh, <laughs> I'm the fucking global compliance council. I don't know who the fuck you are. You somebody on the phone. So she starts calming down a little bit. She's like, okay, well, I guess you sent an email. So so I'm like, oh yes, yes, I did. Yes. That's yes. Well, can you tell me the nature of it? I'm like, no, I cannot. But yes, I did send an email. And he was like, she was like, okay, so it wasn't a phishing attempt. No, it was not a phishing attempt. It came from news Corps. You called my number and got me right. So dumbass could have did the same thing. So anyway, that occurs. I mean, this is the kind of shit I'm going through. Cause I just don't know. But I mean, GC wasn't tripping or nothing like that. I, I explained it. I was like, yeah, I just, I didn't, I'm trying to find this out. And I didn't know. He was like, okay. Oh, well he wouldn't have anything to do with that. I'm like, okay, clearly. Right. So I forgot how I settled that. I figured it out some kind of way, but anyway, that's the test is the type of shit I'm going through by myself. These bitches are calling. These bitches are calling they are in London and Australia the bitch in Australia is 12 hours ahead but she always a day behind, she always late she don't never know what's going on meanwhile neither one of them can work any tech me and my colleague we working off of Google Sheets because as you know Google Sheets everybody can edit at the same time you could go in, you could put your comments, you could be in there at the same time, it's very easy it's easy to use, it's easy to learn these fucking bitches, is, we editing documents going back and forth, anybody from Lori y'all know how many edits and shit you gotta do these fucking bitches are sending word documents back and forth, we gotta do the shit via email cause again, you're in UK, you're in Australia, bro, we got like 10 versions of the same goddamn document because every time you edit some shit these bitches gonna re-edit it, save it again, oh I saved it with the version 8 bitch is stupid, this is stupid and inefficient, what the fuck you're doing Put it on the Google goddamn sheets. We got the whole drive and everything. We've given you the link. We've given you detailed instructions of how to do it. Fucking use the Google sheets. And every time they go in there, they download a new document. And it's not, shit like that annoys me. Like, I hate people that are just lazy and they don't want to get out of their way. So they just pretend like they don't know how to use the shit. That shit was getting on my nerves. Then you calling me about, oh, did you get the latest bitch? I don't. I told the secretary, don't put her fucking calls through. I ain't got time. I will get to that fucking twelfth version of the same goddamn document when I fucking get to it. Don't put her shit through. I don't give a fuck. That they, they, they was stressing me the fuck out, right? So me and my colleague was like, yo, he can't. Stay. He been there longer than me. He can't stand them bitches. He worse than me. He like fuck them bitches. I hate them bitches. They always change the shit the last minute, which they are. We have this quarterly minute at meeting every quarter. These bitches will wait to the date. Now we gotta prepare. Me and him gotta prepare this shit. We gotta take it to the printer, get it bound, all that shit. Cause all these niggas is old. And they gotta have shit in a binder. Can't just have it in the drive or for you to reference. Nope, gotta have binders. Fine. That means we gotta take it over to Dow Jones, get it printed, all the shit. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Cause y'all niggas are old, right? And they send you shit last minute the day before. They got twenty nine. We got dog. It's a full day meeting. We got all these people that have to speak. You got, we have the agenda down to the minute to where you might have five, ten minutes tops to say what you gotta say. These bitches send in 20 and 30 documents. We're not gonna have time for all of this. I'm not putting all of this on the agenda. Oh, well, you know, well, how, and it just keeps sending shit. So I'm like, yo, I'm not putting all of this on the agenda. We sent you notice. First of all, the shit happens every quarter. We sent you the goddamn notice two weeks ago. Here you go the day before sending 83 things. It's not going on here. The most you can get is two or three things. Like, just, just pain in the ass shit on top of everything else, right? 
just getting on my nerves. So me and my colleague was like, yo, when the, when the new GCCO for us, the U.S., get here, he got to be a buffer. He got to put them in check, blah, blah, blah. This is what I'm expecting because I'm doing the best I fucking can, and I think I'm doing a good job. I established a lot of relationships. I call all the GCs. Harper, who's a problem child, I went all the way down. Harper is downtown by Wall Street. We're at 46 and 6. I, we took a field trip down there to meet them in person, found out what their issue were, which, you know, is a legitimate issue. I, I did really well. Like, you know, I think. I met a lot of people, I figured out kind of, again, as much as I could, I can't, I just can't learn everything, I gotta learn what I need to learn, what's due now, okay, right now I need to know this, that's not due till June, fine, I'll worry about that in June, right, and I'm like, alright, so when this guy comes in, he'll be a good job, he'll, he'll buffer, so this motherfucker comes in about maybe like mid-February, I wanna say, maybe, <sighs> this motherfucker comes in, and he is just, at, apparently, apparently, British bitch has been calling HR, this British bitch been calling HR on me since my first week there, dog. Who calls HR on somebody, period? Unless it's like some sexual harassment and shit. Who calls HR on somebody their first week? This bitch is calling HR, I'm not doing this, I'm not doing that, I'm not responding to this, I'm not communicating that, I'm not doing this, I'm not, the first fucking week. This bitch been calling HR the whole time. The whole time. And the thing that kills me is like, and this, and my colleague told me this, and I saw what he was talking about, because he has to deal with her, too, on the training side, he was like, excuse me, he was like, the shit that really pissed you off is, I can deal with, I'm not doing it right, like, it's quite possible, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, I'm figuring out as I go along, it's quite possible I'm not doing it right, so, okay, this is how you, most people would sense, what they do is, you give somebody a document, and it's not quite right, but you know they're new, and they don't know, you show them, okay, no, not quite like that, like this, you give it to them, and then they have that, and they can reference that later, and then they'll figure out what you like, this bitch don't do that though, this bitch did, oh, well, no, that's not right, oh, no, that won't do, well, why don't you, okay, so send me something, but what I learned, what I learned very quickly is the reason why her and the other bitch don't do that is because they don't know what the fuck they're doing, they don't know what the fuck they're doing, that's why they can't suggest anything, that's why they just talking about this, and I learned that, because again, I went around, and I made my relationships with the other people, and I found out that nobody don't like these bitches, that these bitches are the fucking problem, that's what I found out, and my, I went to Dow Jones, and people being real corporate, and, and you know, corporate about it, but basically what they saying is, yeah, the reason why we can't get anything done, and the reason why I be doing this for five years is them bitches, because every time we decide on something in the course of action, here they come with some bullshit, some last minute bullshit, you know, fucking it up, or, you know, oh, well, actually, I was talking to such and such, and, um, they don't want to do so-and-so, it's like, bitch, you are the GCCO, you're supposed to tell them what they want to, what they're going to do, if there's an issue, why they can't, because, uh, technology or something like that, cool, make a way, but first of all, figure out, is it really an issue, because a lot of times it's not, it's just people not wanting to do shit, if it is an issue, figure out its way around it, if it is, if it's not, cool, alright, this is a real issue, we don't have a solution for it right now so that right there can't be implemented at the moment, or we don't, we'll worry about that later but for right now, this, this, and that everybody is telling me that she's, the, them two are the issue they're like, yeah, we can't get nothing done every time we decide, like, the, the question that I told you I came in, and they were updating some things, the reason they were updating the things is from what I was told is because the first time they did it, they just made this questionnaire, it didn't make any sense, it didn't coordinate with the business, because when you're, the thing is, when you're corporate, right, every business is different, Harper is a publisher, they publish books, their risk and their business and what they need is totally different from Dow Jones, which puts out data, right, and has the Dow Jones, which is, uh, they have this, this software that's called Dow Jones, uh, 
it's kind of, it's like a LexisNexis or Westlaw, any of y'all lawyers, it's like a research thing. That's like their main thing. That's their business. Um, you got Realtor.com, which is the online rent. Every, in other words, every business is different, right? And they just made this questionnaire. They didn't talk to any of the businesses. And the people were like, what the fuck is this? This is a dumbass question. I can't, just don't, what, I don't even know what this means. So they had to redo the questionnaire. So I'm coming in on the middle of redo. And I'm sitting on these calls. And I'm hearing this bitch saying dumb shit. Like, I'll give, I, like, I'll give you a perfect example. Um, it, there was one question, so you have to ask about conflicts of interest, right? So you have to make sure, basically, you know, you want to make sure, you know, so-and-so ain't, ain't entered into a contract with his Uncle Pedo, because that's his Uncle Pedo, like, it has to be competitive, right? So one of the questions, they were trying to get at that, it's called a conflicts question, but they asked the question, like, wow, stupid, they asked the question, like, are there any, le-? they asked the question in, in the way you would pose it to a lawyer, they was asking them, are there any relationships that will cause a conflict? That's a legal question. Joe Schmo, who's who's hiring contractors, not a lawyer. They don't know if it's. What do you mean if, it, if there are any? How, how am I supposed to know that? So I'm on a call, and the um, GC for Dow Jones is saying that she's like, yeah, I don't like the way this question is phrased because I feel like that's a legal judgment. That's for us to make. That's not for the person who's onboarding the third party to make. I'm listening. British bitch just arguing, arguing, arguing. I'm like, um, sorry, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. I know I'm new. But I actually agree. I don't understand why the question has to be worded this way. Why can't you just say, um, does do you have a relationship? Just ask the person, do you have a relationship with this party? And if they click yes, then you have a drop down and you let them say, because it might just be, yeah, we're renewing the contract. So yeah, we already had a, you know, whatever. If there's just because you have a relationship doesn't mean that it's going to be a conflict, that's for us, that's for the legal to decide, but we need you to put the information in the box, that's all you got to do she just hemming and hawing I'm like, I don't, I, I, I'm, I'm like and then we just had to have so many calls about that one fucking question and I'm like, what the fuck, this is not hard you, the question you're asking is dumb she's right, you're asking them to make a legal qu- all you have to do is say is there, is there a relationship with this person that you're aware of, yes or no if they say yes, a box drops down say what it is, oh he's the pizza guy across the street, whatever, you know like, uh, shit like that so, he walks in the door and he's at me, dog, the new GCCO they saying this, they saying that they complain about this, they complain, meanwhile they ain't telling me none of this shit you sending me 20 emails a day setting up all these motherfucking calls but you ain't saying shit about shit I figured out because you don't know shit right, but he this and he that and he that and I'm like okay he's constantly telling me shit and I'm telling my story, I'm like alright well um, that's not accurate actually, I've actually been here for two months, I perhaps I did this and that, but I was like I haven't had no direction, I'm doing the best I can, I was hoping that you were going to come here and, and settle some of this shit but you telling me about all the shit she called HR, basically dude came in he ain't get the lay of the land or nothing. He's a, a white Latino dude, but he's one of them Latinos that's only Latino when it's convenient, right? When he can check the box and, oh, well, you know, I am Latino, one of them joints, right? He didn't come in, he didn't get the lay, lay of the land. I don't think he's going to make it. The admin staff don't like him. The other attorneys don't like him because he just came in and he's one of them dudes. All he care about is looking good and sucking up to the boss and he'll throw you under the bus. He don't care. One of them dudes. And I peeped that early. So... What really broke, and I, I could go on and on and on, but what really broke, what really made me I start looking for another job and was like, fuck this, is I'm doing this project management. I'm pushing this project that y'all dropped in my lap that I didn't start, but I'm pushing it as best I can. This bitch is fighting me every bit, every step of the way, every step of the way. 
She calling, I'm not doing nothing, I'm not doing nothing, I'm not doing nothing. Bitch, I'm trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. It's eight different businesses here, I gotta talk to this person. I'm not gonna be like you, just come through and make shit up, because that's what's causing the problem. And people are pushing back, like, no, we can't do that. And and, and as I'm talking to people, I'm realizing that, so Dow Jones, they're like our gold standard business. Like, they, their compliance is what what ours need to be. Like, their shit is, is squared away. They they got risk ranking, they got all the staff, like, they on, they on point. So, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna follow y'all. Whatever y'all doing, we're gonna get everybody else to y'all level as much as possible, because y'all got, I mean, they got, they got this, they got shit in place. I'm a big believer in not reinventing the wheel. Y'all got the risk rankings? Let me see them, because Dow Jones controls New York Post, it controls like four of my other businesses. Four birds, one stone, right? I'm like, let me see it. But I gotta figure that shit out. I just fucking got here. I gotta go down and talk to Harper Collins and figure out because they're kind of they're sort of considered the problem child because they they don't want to implement this new system. But it's not that they don't want to implement it. They have real concerns, and I think their concerns are legitimate. But nobody wants, to, nobody will talk because bitch, British bitch, telling her version of the story because she bumps head with the G with the GC down there. I told you nobody likes her. She bumps heads with her, which I found out when I went downtown because she she just she doesn't know shit, and she just wants to apply everything as a blanket, and you can't apply everything as a blanket, because they have special, they're a book publisher, they're very low risk, they have different concerns, they have business concerns, they can't be, a certain shit they can't do, because they have to compete with every other publisher, and if you make it hard to do business with them, because of this compliance bullshit, that really don't, that really doesn't address the business that they do, because it's set at a, it's set at a risk level of business that's way more dangerous than what they're doing. Then somebody gonna they gonna go to Simon and Schuster. They gonna go to Penguin. They gonna go somewhere else. Like I'm not gonna go through all this fuck shit with you for what, right? But I had to find that out. I had to go to and talk to them and sit and be like, okay, tell me what the issue. T- it, it took time. I can't just put a project together, bitch. You drop me in the middle of this shit. I don't even know what's going on. So. He's coming at me with all this shit, and I'm like, I don't really understand. I said because I set up calls, I set up meetings, I told, I showed, I told them what I was, what I was gonna do. I gave them a timeline, which, by the way, I can't really give them a timeline. They need to give it to me, but they wasn't giving it to me, so I just made one. I was like, are we gonna do this by this date? Cause y'all bullshit, and every time I talk to you, oh, I don't know, I gotta talk to this person, I gotta talk to that person. Just set a date, bitch. Tell them it got to be done by this date and make them do it. If you just keep asking them when they're going to do it, they're going for it because nobody wants to do it. So they're just going to keep coming up with shit. But she's telling him all this shit. He's telling me. And then this motherfucker start. This is what really got it for me. This motherfucker pissed me off and I almost quit, but I didn't. Well, are you going to play the victim? I'm like, and so I was like, hold up, homie. Hold up, hold up, homie, 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 homie. You t- let me, you talking to me really crazy right now? you don't know me like that, I've known you about a month, um, I know what the fuck I'm doing, I don't know what the fuck she's talking about, if you want to check anything that I'm doing, you can, you don't even know what the fuck I'm doing, cause you came in here, don't even really know, you didn't, he ain't know shit about nothing I was doing, but he's listening to them, he don't know what I'm doing, or what I'm supposed to do, but he knows I ain't doing it right, cause these bitches telling him, and I was like, okay, well, I'll tell you what, if they, what's their timetable then, tell me their timetable, well, they're trying to get it from you. Okay, I gave it to them. Well, they said the only just a bunch of bullshit. They, I was like, okay, all right, I need to look for another job because this shit is. 
y'all a bunch of white people, y'all in here doing little white people shit, y'all having little secret white people meetings, y'all doing little white people text bullshit, you're a dummy, because I'm, because you should know that four GCCOs have run through this, through here, all of them complaining about these two bitches, you, hi, G, D, the GC don't like these two bitches either, that's why they in UK and Australia, because he don't want them around him, you coming in here, and you gonna hit your wagon to them too, because they all, they my colleagues and all that, okay bro, okay, go ahead, hit your wagon to them, good luck, you gonna go down with the ship, cause don't nobody like them bitches, nobody, that's what I ain't saying nothing, I'm just telling them, I'm like okay, well, you think you know everything, cool you wanna take their word for it, cool, whatever so, I told them I'm like, look, I'm leaving, I'm gonna leave by this date, I'm, I'm gonna do what I can do, and I did, I pushed it I got everything in, so he gets this bright idea that he's gonna get these, he's gonna hire a consultant well, I'm gonna hire a consultant, so basically you think a consultant is gonna be able to do what, I, what I'm doing, okay, cool bro have at it, orders a consultant, so a little bit of time goes by, a little bit of time goes by, the whole time I'm pushing this thing along, meantime, let me tell you what else they did, these bitches came, and they put, they made a big show of holding this meeting, like they had to help me with my project, all these motherfuckers did was take the dates that I had on my slide, and put them on another slide, and then they were like, well we had to help you finish the project, I was like, y'all didn't have to help me finish anything, my project was finished, I had my dates, all you did was take my dates and put them on another slide, whatever, I, I see what y'all doing, at this time, I don't care, I'm like, I see what y'all doing, I was like, but I just want you to know, y'all didn't help me complete anything, and, and just to prove my point, I was like, okay, so, Australian bitch, tell me the timeline for such and such, such and such, she's sitting there looking stupid, I'm like, exactly, you don't fucking know, so, I was just done with him by then, so, time's going on, time's going on, and he doesn't know, cause again, people don't like him, but they like me, I've been there uh, like, maybe two weeks longer than he has, we both brand new, the admin staff likes me, they don't like him, so the admin staff is telling me stuff, they like, yeah, cause um, the, um, the secretary, her name's Katie, she's real cool, she sits right across from his office, she came in my office one day out the blue, cause I'm keeping all this shit to myself, this nigga talking to me crazy, saying all this fucking shit, and I'm like, okay, whatever, 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 she comes in my office one day, she was like, yeah, I don't think you're being treated very fairly, and I'm just gonna say something, and I was like, I, I, I mean, I didn't really think she was paying attention, you know what I mean, I'm like, I, oh, okay, she was like, yeah, you know, he be talking crazy, he doesn't even know what he's talking about, them two was fucking bullies and stupid, and she just, uh, she been there forever, so she running it down, she was like, I don't even know why he listening to them, like every, why doesn't he ask around, like why doesn't he try to get a lay of the land, like what is he even talking about, and I'm sitting there like, I don't know, I was like, but I'm not gonna complain, because every time I complain, it's, I'm complaining, I was, she was like, well, I'm not gonna hold my tongue, and I'm gonna say something, and she did, and I was like, thank you, I appreciate it, I, I, I was surprised, I was like, I didn't even know nobody else noticed, and she's the secretary for the big boss, like, so, even above the G, even above the GC, well, not above, but in longevity and in say, is her boss, who is the lady that is the head of litigation, had been at, had been at News Corp for like 30 years, any of y'all lawyers listening, y'all gonna understand this, you know how long somebody been in the company, I looked them all up, these bitches ain't go to like no Columbia's or no Harvard or nothing like this, they went to Cardozo and fucking Brooklyn Law School, that's how long these motherfuckers been at this company, Did they, they started back when you could get into fucking, you can get a job coming out of Brooklyn or Cardozo, and that's not no drag, but y'all lawyers, y'all know what I mean, and you ain't getting in, you got, you ain't getting in none of these companies unless you don't went to Harvard and Yale, these motherfuckers have been there 20, 30 years, so long, that, and, and this, this lady that's the head of litigation, she's the big kahuna, Katie's her secretary, so, they, both of them would just be looking like, yo, this motherfucker's wild, and like, he would just be saying, 
I don't think you know how the system works, and I'm like, no, I don't think you know how the system works, I know how the system works, because I went and sat with five different people, and I got five different answers from each of them on how the system works, so what I'm trying to tell you is, nobody knows how this fucking system works, including that fucking British bitch that you keep talking about, that's telling me that I don't have it right, she don't know how it fucking works, because the way she says it works, is not the way she says it works, it's not the way he says it works, and not the way he says it works, so none of you bitches know how this shit works, I know how it works, because I figured it out, because I put together all what they was talking about, and I called the admin lady, and asked her, and had her walk me through it, so I know how it fucking works, but you telling me what that bitch say, that bitch don't know shit, so this is what I'm going through the whole time, brings in the consultant, because the consultant's supposed to be better than me, he got this, he got that, whoop-de-whoop, cool, whatever, I don't give a fuck, brings him in, he's a young Indian kid from Atlanta, the kid is cool, he, he's from Atlanta, he grew up around black people, nigga's a nigga, right, he Indian, but he a nigga, he cool as shit, so he comes in, you know, he got his little corporate voice on, he, they sit him in my office, he, so when, um, dude leaves, he closed the door, and he was like, he's, you know, doing his little corporate talk, and I had, you know, our offices are like glass, he slides the door, he's like, yo, yo, what the fuck, and I'm looking at him, he's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I don't, I don't, I don't mean, but I, I can see that you, he's like, I can see that you some kind of minority, so I just thought I could talk to you, <laughs> so I'm like, alright, yeah, alright, dude, I, <laughs> I am some kind of minority, yeah, well, yeah, so we just talk regular, right, I'm like, where you from, he's like, I'm from Atlanta, uh, you know, blah, 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 he talked like he from Atlanta, nigga's a nigga, right, I can't say it no other way, he's Indian, but he's a nigga, right, cool, so I like the kid, Cause I was like, I'm leaving this consultant for dead. You think you bring this motherfucker in to do what I'm doing with a fucking consultant? Cool. I wasn't gonna tell that nigga shit. I wasn't gonna tell that nigga how to plug the computer in nothing. I'd be like, hey, you, he brought you in here. You the expert. You do it. That was cause what the the purpose of it was. Cause what he was saying was, which is accurate. He was like, look. Uh, this job you got, like, it's more senior than the other guy, he was like, and it's just too much for you to do, he was like, British bitch and Australian bitch, they kind of think that this is, I guess the person before you, this was the only job he had, was his project management, he was like, but this is not your only job, like, and it's not, I have to do legal shit, I have to do lawyer shit, lawyers don't do fucking this risk rate and all this shit, like, admin or, like, other people do that shit, not me, right, so, the purpose of the consultant was to do that, that's cool, and that was fair, he's right, I really shouldn't have had to do this, good recognition, fine, however, you recognize I shouldn't have to do it, but you're still telling me that I'm fucking up, how I'm doing it, which I'm not, but whatever, right, so, I tell dude, so dude's in there, and I'm like, alright, um, I'm giving them the real, I'm like, I'm telling you right now, them two bitches, watch out for them, I'm like, they're two-faced, they're disingenuous, they're gonna lie, they don't know what they're doing, I'm just trying to let you know, so, so, but, I'm leaving, top to weeks are ticking off, weeks are ticking off, weeks are ticking off, so, this motherfucker coming in, and he's saying shit like, I, I figure out very quickly that the consultant don't know what the fuck he's doing, and I mean, why would he? I, he, he? He wouldn't know what he's doing, and even if you knew what you was doing, you wouldn't know what you was doing at this company, because this company is, is, is fucked, so he's, my boss talking about, well, you know, I just need you to tell him everything you know, I'm not telling him shit, because you bought this motherfucker in, because apparently I, he could do my job, and I don't know what I'm doing, because of these two bitches, but he don't know, because the admin people are telling me, he don't know that I know that them two bitches done threw him under the bus three times already, and they starting to get on his nerve, so he's panicking, like I fucking told him when he came in my office on the first day, you hitching your rag into the wrong bitches, because you think I'm the problem, and you think I'm going to get out the 
away and then everything's gonna be solved and they're gonna stop complaining but they're not cause they fucking two bitches and all they do is bitch and complain and if you would've took five minutes and got the lay of the land before you hitched up with them you would've figured that shit out cause the privacy guy could've told you the antitrust guy could've told you the uh, litigation lady would've told you and the fucking audit lady would've told you cause none of them like that bitch none of them, and I know that because I talked to them all and they didn't say they didn't like her, but when I asked them what's the hold up and what have been the challenges, her name kept coming the fuck up, so now they done threw him under the bus three times same thing they was doing to me, he thought they had an agreement, he thought they had a, a you know, a plan that they were gonna go forward, but these kind of bitches if you don't, do, if you say something they don't like or you do something they don't like, they jumping on the phone to HR and I don't know who they got in HR but they got somebody they call an HR, so they didn't call HR on his ass too, they complained about his ass, now he coming in there trying to commensurate with me, y'all get the fuck out of my office, I don't want to hear none of it, I, I, I know, I tried to tell you, so, he don't, so he's panicking, because they fucking his shit up now, and they fucking with the consultant, they start, so, I, I had, I had took two days off, because I had a house guest, them two days, when I came back, he, first of all, when I was off, he sent me a text, like, hey, um, you know, I know you're on vacation, I'm sorry, but can you, when you come in, like, can we, you mind if we have a meeting, because I need to really get, uh, I need to talk to you, I'm like, okay, we get back, he's like, yo, if you really could just sit down with me, and just like, show me what to do, I don't know what to do, again, he's an Indian kid, I, I, I okay, I don't want to see, I don't want to see them, you know, dog you, which is what they're going to do, because you're a minority, alright, so I, I, I helped him, and I did for him, what I would have done myself if I had time, but I didn't have time because you, I had all these competing priorities, and I got, and I don't know what I'm doing, and I got these bitches bugging me to death, so every time I, every time they complain, here you come in my office, and I gotta jump, so I'm, I'm wasting, and the shit they, the shit they are complaining about is petty, it's not anything, it's stupid shit, all the minutes, all the agendas, that shit is not fucking important, that goddamn minutes, we have the meeting every quarter, the minutes don't have to be ready until the next meeting, so we had the meeting in March, the next meeting is in motherfucking June, I don't have to have those minutes ready until motherfucking June, it's motherfucking March, why are you bugging me about some shit that ain't due till motherfucking June, when we got all this other shit to do, so, that's type shit I'm dealing with, so, he comes in there one day, with Kunal, the guy's name's Kunal, sorry, my boss talking about, I need you to tell him everything you know. And I looked at this motherfucker like he had three heads. I was like, why would I do that? He's like, well, I, I need you to do handover for him. I'm like, no, 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 no. You bought this person in, and I'm, I'm like, and no offense, Kunal, it's nothing to do with you. You bought this consultant in because, you know, you needed expertise, and I didn't have it, and I wasn't doing it right, and I wasn't pushing it right, because he knows what he's doing. But now, because he don't know what he's doing, and you don't know what you're doing, because you don't even know what I was doing, because you never took the time to ask, and now you're finding out through other people that I actually did know what I was doing. Maybe I wasn't doing it all proper, but I had the, I had the, the hang of it, and I was understanding what the issues were, and I was responding to them, unlike the other people around here. And that's the other thing that really got under my skin, because Australian bitch and UK bitch, they kept saying stuff like, well, Adam, it's the last guy, Adam did this and Adam did that, they kept like there was this high level of service that they were getting and then I came in and they weren't getting it only thing is, Adam hadn't been in that position for 8 months, and I kept saying that I was like, I don't understand all these complaints and all these expectations when this motherfucker wasn't nobody in this job for 8 months, so what is she talking about? 
did this and did that. She, it, don't, it don't even make no sense. And the second thing is, if you got so many complaints about what, why can't you send me anything? If you don't like the way the minutes are done, which, by the way, are done just like all the other minutes in the file, but you've got complaints, then why can't you send me a template of what you, what you would like them to look like? Why don't you have an example? Because you don't know what you're talking about, and you don't do shit. That's why. If you, if you don't like these minutes that I've done, then you should be able to send me back and say, oh, I want it to be more like this. You ain't did that one time. You just bitching, complaining. When these minutes just like just look, look just look just like the other minutes. And guess what else? When we had the meeting and the GC, who is the one that has to prove the minutes, approved the minutes and have no issues and say nothing. Yup, these look good. Approved. But your ass is bitching about these minutes that ain't due till five months. Anyway, so I said no, and this was like two weeks before I left. I was like, I'm not telling him nothing. I was like, I'm gonna do. I told you I was gonna do this, this, and that, and I'll do that. I gave, I showed him how to, do, I showed him how he needs to do the risk rating. I had started it, but I didn't have time because every time I turn around, here you come with some bullshit. He, you know, he, another one. He's one of these people. You know what he does? He's one of these people that likes to come in your office at four and, and five on a Friday with all this bullshit. Hey, did you do this? Hey, did you do that? Hey, did you do that, bro? It is four o'clock on Friday. You gotta get the fuck out my face. Whatever. I sent you that email, I sent you this email, you don't read shit, you don't pay attention to shit, and then you want to come in here and make the shit my emergency on five? No. So, um, I was like, I'm not gonna, I, gave, I showed him what to do, I showed him what he needs to do, I gave him good direction, I, I told him what I was gonna do, I gave him some shit that I already did, I suggested to him who he should talk to, but I'm not gonna tell him shit else, cause if you think he, you hired a consultant to replace me, then let that motherfucker replace me. Cause I'm out of here on June 1st, one way or the other, and that's what I did, I left, um, so that's, then, then there was, so, I, that's the one side, that's the one reason I had to leave, the other reason I had to leave is because these motherfuckers were some fucking Trump supporters, not everybody, some of them were real, I, I don't want to paint the picture like it was everybody, some of the lawyers were really cool, unfortunately for me, the lawyer across from me, the M&A guy, was a motherfucking Trump guy, and he, and it was a lot, and it's a lot of like, you know, them fucking, reason why we call y'all others is because they wasn't black, they was two Asian, not a one Asian lady, the privacy lady, that, and it was both, they both had the same first name, she was cool, she was cool, she was very nice, but I, but she didn't want to work, she didn't want to, you know, make no waves, because they get paid a lot of money, them lawyers up in there getting paid millions of dollars, and I guess she figured, look, I got this easy job, I get paid millions of dollars, I go home at five, yeah, I can't stand them bitches, and, but, I ain't, I ain't getting into all that shit, which, no problem, I didn't have to work with her, my colleague worked with her, because she was on the privacy side, she was cool, but this other one, her and the MA guy, quote, fingers, best friend, she an Asian, and she was the coolest, most sellout Asian that there was, I ain't like her ass, both of them, this one on the phone, just all, every day, anything that comes, as y'all can imagine, we work for Rupert, which is Fox, so every day that something about your man's hits, it hits us, because again, he's M&A, he's litigation, they was trying to, this whole Fox, this whole thing, when they sold this, when they sold 21st Century, and every deal that y'all have heard about in the news, this guy is on the phone about it, and just talking all this shit, and just saying all this bullshit, and um, when they said, just, just, ugh, he was just a, he was just a fucking asshole, he was these motherfuckers, he voted for Trump, when I got there, my boy, my co-counsel, he was like, yo, he was like, some of these people in here, he was like, I ain't gonna tell you who, I was like, please don't, he was like, some of these people voted for Trump, he was like, people that I really respect voted for Trump, and and I, and he didn't have to tell me who it was, cause I figured it out on my own, dude across from me, and, and a, a privacy lawyer down the hallway, and I think one other guy, I can, uh, one, the other lady, the head of all that, I'm pretty sure all three of them voted for, I know dude across the way did, voted for Trump, 
this is this is the environment. So I got this asshole work stress, and then I got this culture, and then I'm seeing these motherfuckers in the elevator. So it was spiritual warfare. I couldn't do it. I had to go. So I resigned. And my last day there was Friday, and I'm waiting. I don't want to jinx it. I'm superstitious. I'm waiting on this next. So I had been applying and interviewing the whole time. And my friend who I work with at PwC, I was telling him about it, and he's at the place where I'm going to go. And he was like, look, this shit right here is wild easy. He was like, I come in at this time. I leave at this time. It ain't this is what I do. This ain't no pressure. And he did, he did similar work that I did at J.P. Morgan. It's a little bit different, but he was like, and it's right around the corner. He was like, I could refer you because they looking, they trying to build out right now. And I'm like, cool. So I went through the whole process. It went well. I'm just waiting. The lady told me, they told me when I interviewed that it took a while. Deutsche took a while. Deutsche from the time I interviewed and they said that they wanted me to position to the time I walked through the door was like four months. They took a long time. Um, she, she, you know, they said it would take a while. So I'm just waiting on that. Um, and I, you know, I, 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 my sever, I, I negotiated a severance. I, I resigned and negotiated severance and all of that. So I have some money to carry me through, but I have started, um, like as an attorney, you can do like, basically you can pick up like freelance work and you could charge what you want an hour. And I was like, well, you know, I'll get bored sitting home for like whatever, one, however long it's going to take. So might as well go do that. But I went to the down to this place today and I don't know. I don't know if I'm going back tomorrow. Still I have to make up my mind. That shit was, that shit got on my nerves. I was like, I don't know if this is worth it. Like they, they fucking um, systems don't work. They on internet explorer. This shit is like pausing and kept logging me off and all this bullshit. I'm like, Oh, I ain't got time for this. So, and the, you know, I understand. I don't know. I understand I'm getting paid by the hour, but like, that's, I don't, that frustrates me. Like I'm past the point where I'm just going to put up with bullshit just so I'm getting paid. Like I'm not living hand to mouth, you know, yet. So I'm like, I don't, that's not no solace for me. Oh, well I'm getting paid to sit here and stare at this fucking frozen ass buffering ass screen for 20 minutes. I can't work cause your fucking internet fucking sucks ass and you got me on internet explorer, who the fuck uses internet explorer, so I don't know I was frustrated today, and I was like I don't know if I'm going back here tomorrow because if this is how it's going to be, no way no way, this is no um, yeah, so boom, this is going to be long because all that took an hour, alright, so y'all got it that's basically the story, so moving on to the next thing, um Two shout-outs. I want to give a shout-out to Pose on FX. And if y'all watched it, y'all know that shit was fire. Oh, my God, that shit, the opening scene on that shit. If you watch it, if you have not watched it, watch it. The opening scene, you will be in. You will be locked. It is so good. It's a good show. It's um, about the it's, um a story. It was Ryan um, Murphy show about the ballroom scene in New York from the A's, I was a little skeptical, I like Ryan Murphy, but you know, he can tend to go off the rails a little bit, but no, this is perfect, and he's paying, like, this is about, you know, the balls, if y'all ever seen the movie Paris is Burning, I recommend that to us on Netflix, watch that, but it was about the the ball scene in Harlem in the 80s, it's a big deal, and he did it, like, he got, you know, I was like, oh, but this is gonna be some twink show, nope, he got minority actors, and it's just so good, Pose, on FX, comes on Wednesday, comes on tonight, the other one though, is My House, which comes on Viceland, which is similar to Pose, but it's an actual, um, documentary, and it's also good, um, but the thing that, um, kind of 
trip me out about it is Yousef, who is Rihanna's hairstylist. If anybody follow Rihanna as I do, her hairstylist is in it. And I didn't know, like, so he's really involved in the boss. He's a house mother. And when I saw that, I was like, oh, now it makes sense because if, if you may or may not know, there's a really famous video of Rihanna who just popped up at one of the Harlem balls and like walked in the ball and everybody was falling out like, Oh God, like it was really Rihanna. Like, and it wasn't like she was supposed to be there. Like they had, some guy had walked out and then it was like, you know, and then Rihanna fucking comes out fucking Rihanna and them, them fucking gays was falling the fuck out as they should have. Cause Rihanna strutted down the, the runway. And I was like, that's weird. Like what? I mean, not that she wouldn't do it. But I just was like, why? What was she at the ball? But now it makes sense. I'm like, okay, she was there with Yusef because Yusef is the head of a house, one of the houses on the show. He's very involved in ball. So I'm like, oh, now it makes sense. That's why she was at the ball. But if y'all Google on YouTube, like Rihanna walks in the ball, you'll see it. They fell out when Rihanna came, and I would have too, because when she first came out, you could tell people was didn't know if it was somebody one of the, one of the contestants like doing Rihanna or dressed as Rihanna. You know, it's like a lot of drag. You could tell they didn't know, and then when they all realized that's motherfucking Rihanna, they fell the fuck out. Like, oh shit! So it's a really, it's a really good um, video. So anyway, suggest that those two. Um, I feel like there's one more, but I can't remember. Shout out to my Philadelphia Eagles, America's team. I believe that we are now America's team um, for saying fuck you to Trump. And, you know, all this hullabaloo about whether they was going, I think it's silly because they said back in February that they wasn't going to go. So all this, you know, I don't know why he planned whatever he planned, but then apparently only one, I don't know, I heard six, I heard ten, then I heard it was just Nick Foles. <laughs> I don't know, but apparently it wasn't enough Eagles that was going to go. So he called himself disinviting them. Um, they were never going to go in the first place, whatever. So then he threw some kind of white power celebration on the White House lawn with supposedly Eagles fans who happen to all look like um, staff and, you know, some reporter was like, yeah, I walked through all the Eagles fans and asked each and every one of them who was a quarterback from the Super Bowl, none of them could tell me. So, well, no Eagles fans of that shit. We said we wasn't going to fuck you. And it's also funny because he said that he disinvited them because, you know, respect the flag and national anthem and he just doesn't support the protest, but as Many people pointed out, nobody on the Eagle squad took a knee. Some of them had their fists in the air, but nobody took a knee. So, I, you know, like, nobody on the Eagles took a knee. Um, yeah, so, shout out to the Eagles, America's team. Uh, just to think, last season we had Atlanta Falcons fans. After they blew, what was it, 28-3 leading the Super Bowl? Talking about y'all Eagles can't, y'all can't make fun of us. At least we was in the Super Bowl. Y'all ain't got no range, you ringless bitches. You ain't gonna be in the Super Bowl. And lo and behold, the next motherfucking year, we are Super Bowl motherfucking champions. Ha! Life come at you fast, don't it? Ugh! And we looking good for the next season. I know some of y'all's boycotting. God bless you. I'm, I'm not, though. I maybe, maybe I won't watch every game, maybe, but, um, I'm sorry, I've been waiting all my life for the Eagles to be good, and we good, and I'm, I'm just, I've, I've told y'all how I felt about that kneeling shit before, God bless, I'm, I'm not boycotting, no, um, the gay wedding cake, um, case came down, they lost, I'm not gonna go into that, but y'all know if y'all been listening, I did a whole episode on that, how I thought that it was not smart, I thought it was not the hill to die on, and I thought that they were gonna lose, and lo and behold, they did lose, and for the reason I said, um, I just, and now they, now you've set us back decades, because it was a narrow, it was a narrow, um, first of all, the ruling was 7 to 2, which means, like I said, you weren't even able to convince the moderates, you only, because you because 
I told it was it's episode Make My Cake, if y'all want to go back and listen to it. I explained why I thought that they were going to lose, and that's exactly why they lost. And people scoffed at it, but it's the truth because, again, I don't know a whole lot, but I know a little bit, and I know that the one exception to that First Amendment rule is that exception. And if you look, if you read those cases, when it is upheld, it's upheld on that exception because that exception is legitimate, and I think it applied here. And granted, it was being used probably cynically by a bigot and all of that, but. It applied, and, you know, liberals love looking at it one way, but you can't look at it the other, so if you, you know, they don't want to look at the other, like today it's the guy that don't want to make your gay wedding cake, tomorrow it's going to be, you know, the black uh, baker who don't want to make your clan cake, and then it's going to be a different story. So, they lost. Y'all want to, I'm not going to go through it, but the episode is Make My Cake, um, if you want to get a rundown on why they were going to lose. Um, Kim went to visit Trump, and you know, all I want to say about that is you can say what you want about Kim, and I get it. First of all, they called it prison reform. It wasn't about prison reform. She was going up there to ask for a pardon for a specific woman who actually got the pardon. Um, I will say she actually got the pardon. But, you know, a lot of y'all, y'all just hate the Kardashians and Kim so much, and I don't get it. And it gets y'all to sound stupid. Because everybody was just talking about, oh, Kim don't know nothing, and why would they send somebody up there, and they need to send all these professionals, and she don't know what she's going to say, and what what is she going to tell him? She was going up there to talk to Donald Trump. What does Donald Trump know? Who, who you going to go up there with facts and, and binders full of facts and information and statistics and studies and say what to that dumb dunce dunce in chief first of all you're not gonna get through the door because he don't let anybody in that has any facts he's a goddamn toddler he's a fucking reality star what are y'all talking about Kim is the perfect person to go up there she's a reality star he's a reality star he'll fucking listen to her cause she's fucking famous and we'll pose in the picture and lo and behold she got the lady out so I understand what y'all are saying but she doesn't know nothing but neither does he so what are you talking about he's not she should have took these experts in for what to waste their time that motherfucker don't want no fucking facts that motherfucker don't want no fucking information like what are y'all like y'all just be sounding so dumb sometimes y'all just like want to go at people like leave her I understand that Kim Lee Kardashian didn't do you know, any research, and she could have grabbed somebody or sent somebody up there, but they wasn't going to get in. They wasn't going to get in. He don't care because he would have called y'all. He let Kim in. Kim went up there. Kim got the lady free. Like, like we living in ridiculous time. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Y'all motherfuckers let this motherfucker get elected, and now we in idiocracy. Everything is stupid. Everybody is dumb. The bar is on the fucking floor. The bar, the bar is below the floor. The bar is in the basement. It's in the sub-basement. You know what I mean? I mean? It's just stupid. It's just ridiculousness. Like, and I don't know what y'all don't get about that. Like, go up there with facts for what? You think, like, you knew... Kim was perfect, she don't know nothing, and she didn't do the work, she sure didn't, neither did that motherfucker that y'all voted into the fucking White House, he don't know nothing either, he ain't do the motherfucking work, what's the motherfucking difference, please tell me, I'll wait, like, goddamn, and she got the lady out, like, this ain't, I, I don't know what y'all think this is, she was going up there to see Trump, she was not going up there to see Obama, all this, all the, listen, all the excellence and competence and shit that y'all got used to, it's gone, and we probably never going to get it back, and I don't know what to tell y'all about it, other than that y'all should have voted, y'all shouldn't, y'all shouldn't have been out here fucking around and protest voting and all that bullshit, y'all should have voted, I don't know what to tell you, because even if we get this motherfucker out here, the, 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 the bar is in the sub-basement, so, you know, 
but y'all just like y'all got on my nerves with that. Like y'all swear y'all be saying something like you sound dumb. Go up there with who? Who who? Who gonna, who we gonna let in there? You got information, you got facts, oh, you can't get out of here. Get him out of here. What are you talking about? He's a simpleton. The motherfucker watches Fox News, like and, and, and Fox and Friends and tweets conspiracy theories off of Reddit, the president. What are y'all talking about? Shut up. Good. And she got that nigga out. Oh, sorry, that lady. I don't mean to call her nigga. She got that lady out. And I was, I meant to mention something last week about the, the whole Ron Fest situation, but I feel like it's old now. But I just will say that a lot of you also don't know what you're talking about as far as nonprofits go. Because a lot of you seem to think that um, it is quite reasonable that, oh, Kanye and, and Kim have all this money and they should be able to fund that nonprofit. That's not how nonprofits work. Um, people have galas where they're $10,000, $15,000 to play. People think, people think because something is nonprofit, it means money is not involved. No, that is a business. It runs like every other business. It has to be funded. There are whole law school courses and college courses on nonprofit business. That is a business. It just means that their purpose that they have been formed for is not for profit. It's for to help people. But there's a reason why UNICEF and, and all of these organizations exist and have the, have the setups that they do. Because you have to have, your nonprofit has to run like a business. And your funding can't be Kanye and Kim giving you money. That's not how it works. That's not how any successful nonprofit works. And I understand that the people who work at nonprofits, they they mean well, and they're the people on the ground and they do the work. But oftentimes, the people who mean well or on the ground and do work don't have any idea about how to run a nonprofit and what it takes. You 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 have to do all kind of galas and fundraising and hobnob and get you know millionaires and billionaires. You think that's why? Why you think people get all dressed up? Rihanna throws her diamond ball for her Clara Linnell Foundation. Why you think people get all dressed up in them tuxedos and charge you twenty five thousand? dollars a plate because that's the kind of money that you need to run nonprofits properly and you have to partner with other organizations that have a long history of it so a lot of y'all don't know what y'all talking about because soon as I heard that he was complaining about them not funding the organization now I'm not saying that he was wrong about you know all the other shit he was saying about them but I knew right away that that nigga was not running that organization properly now he might have been doing work on the ground and that's great but if you are on the internet talking about um, Yay hasn't funded it. That lets me know that you're not running it properly. Because why would he? Like you, if your nonprofit, if your funding for your nonprofit is to ask me, you don't know what you're doing. Like that's your nonprofit coordinators. That's what they do. They raise money. They make connections. They have galas. They get donations. They go to colleges. Hey, we have this program. Can you please fund? Ain't nobody fucking funding no nonprofit with their own money. What the fuck y'all talking about? Hmm. I just want to say that because I heard a lot of people saying a lot of wrong, dumb, wrong, dumb shit. You ain't got to like him or Kanye, but nah, that ain't how it works. All right, so I saved the piece de resistance for last. Drake and Pusha. So I got on here last week and I said that you know Drake could come back and it's a lot of shit he could say and I thought he was and. Um, I realized though, in the meantime, that I'm an American. We're Americans. You slap American in the face, we gonna slap you back. We gonna come and we we gonna we won two world wars because we don't take no shit lying down. Well, and I was expecting that response, but Drake is Canadian. Drake is not American, so we got a Canadian response. We didn't get an American response. Um, again, I told you I'm not even a rapper. 
And I, I had all my response. I, I knew the subjects I was going to say. You know, I'm not a rapper. I can't make it sound good. But I just would have been like, first of all, nigga, um, you know, we found out in the mean. First of all, I, like I said, I that is, I think that is his baby. All this, all this, we he not sure, nigga. You've been financially supporting that baby. DNA tests are real easy, nigga. You know that's your baby. That's why you send that motherfucking money. Um, but it was putting that that rap. It was it was cold blooded. Now he called that nigga. He called that nigga mama out, and that shit he that shit he said about his daddy and all that. That shit is absolutely true. But um. It could've, you could have came back at that easy because it really wasn't that deep. It was very coonish. All you had to been like, you coon ass nigga. You think you, yeah, that is my baby mama, and I'm supporting it. I keep him out of country. Like you could have had a whole story ready. Like it ain't none of your business. Blah blah blah. It was a whole bunch of shit he could have came back with, but that shit had him shook, and he took the Canadian route. Now listen, I, I got a few things to say about this. First of all, Drake is coming off looking like a real scumbag because he's really looking like he's hiding that child. Not looking like he's hiding that child. Now I heard niggas all week talking about, oh well, I wouldn't have my baby on in that either. That's pri- I keep it private. Listen, there's a difference between privacy and concealment. Privacy is privacy. Concealment is a lie. You're telling a lie. There's a difference, and I don't know why people confuse that. Carrie Washington is private. She has children. Yes, I have children. You don't know their names. You don't know their ages. You never see them. Don't know where they go to school. But yes, I have children. I'm not deny. If you ask Carrie Washington, she has children, and she says no. That's not being private. That's telling a lie. Drake has not acknowledged that he has a son, and. Obviously, it was a secret because if it wasn't, he would have been able to come back and push her. But he wasn't able to come back and push her because he got caught in a fucking lie. He got caught hiding that baby. That shit, that rumor that he heard was fucking true. That's not privacy. Privacy is, yeah, you know, I had a son. What? I, listen, Chris Brown had same situation. Had a baby with a groupie. He never denied that baby. I mean, he denied to Carucci. <laughs> she's the only one, that nigga didn't tell her, but once he found out that he had the kid, he ain't denied her since, and she's all on his Instagram and everything, and that's Chris Brown, alright, future, all these niggas, they might be dead beats, but they don't deny, they don't hide a kid, so, you know, Drake is looking like a real fucking scumbag, cause it's looking like it's true, and he, the way his response, which is basically, and you niggas, if y'all believe that this man Drake wrote a response to Pusher, but it was so hardcore that it could have ended Ye's career. And it could have, first of all, Ye can't end Ye's career. Ye went out here in a MAGA hat and saying slavery is voluntary and being a, just the biggest coon there is. And this nigga, y'all little, this little white fan still bought that album, which I haven't listened to, but I take it as trash because even the people who have listened to it ain't, they ain't been talking about it. Jay couldn't in his career. So if you think, what is Drake going to write that's going to end Ye's career? Amber already said he was a booty and a butt ass boy. So what are you gonna say? Amber already implied that he was gay. So what are you gonna say? You know, like it's first of all, that's the first thing. But if you think so, this so this is what you think happened. You think Drake wrote this this verse? Ran the studio real quick and wrote this verse, and it was so devastating. And he was like, "Yeah, Drake, petty ass, light skinned Scorpio Drake, who had the response ready and who had two responses ready for Meek." Wrote this fire ass rhyme, and, and instead of putting it out, was like, "Wait a minute." maybe this is too harsh, let me call this nigga Jay Prince, and let him review it, and then if he says I could put it out, then I will, but oh, you know, Jay Prince said, no, no, that's too, that's too rough, don't ain't nobody career, don't put it out, y'all, that's what y'all think happened, y'all, y'all believe that shit, 
That nigga ain't had no rhyme. If he had a rhyme for that nigga, we would have heard it. That nigga was shook to his core, and he was Canadian, and he ain't know what to do, and he got caught lying. That's the thing. He got caught flat-footed. He fell into his own trap because he was hiding that fucking baby. Because if he wasn't, it wouldn't have been no big deal. He could have came back like, yo, okay, yo, I was, I did have my son. I was going to bring him out in Adidas ad. I'm still bring him out in Adidas ad. You still going to be a broke nigga, all right? You think you ruined my shit? So much shit you could have said, all right, to come back at that dude. You know what I mean? You talking about coke for 20 years. Like, nigga, what is you talking about? I'm talking about I'll never identify as black with this coon. You know, a fucking boss is when it's one around the MAGA hat, and you motherfucking been talking about you selling coke for 20 years. Coke ruined the community. What you talking about? You the black? Listen, listen. I ain't got no fucking bars, but I got topics and I got clapbacks. And I ain't no motherfucking Drake, the rapper. So I know that motherfucker could have came back with some shit. So he was shook because he got caught flat footed. Okay, and if you believe that motherfucking story, that man Jay Prince basically did did the nigga a favor. Like when you in school and you know you, people fucking with you and picking on you and your little you know your big brother maybe he graduated already but he went to that same school and niggas know he not for play and he got to come up to school and be like yo this my motherfucking brother y'all niggas don't fuck with my brother I, or it's gonna be problems with me I'm coming back up here and everybody know that nigga and leave you alone. That's what basically happened. He called all that little time in between. I believe Pusha, when Pusha put out, he put out a hundred grand for any dirt on him, I believe that, I believe he did that, and when he couldn't find none, because he was so shook, because again, you could have responded to that record, I mean, the good thing about him putting all your shit out there, is that he put all your shit out there, so you could have did the Eminem, the rabbit, and flipped it, but you was shook, because now your secret is out, and now you really looking like a scumbag, so, and I mean, you are, like, I'm sorry, like, you are, you looking like a scumbag, like, I'm sorry, like, you you got that um I'm not gonna call her a porn star because I don't I don't know if she's a porn star but you got her pregnant you got a son like you can't that shit is whack dude like if it ain't your son then it ain't your son but like you you can't be everything Pusha said about you in that song is accurate about as far as that goes um but if y'all believe that story talking about oh well if Jay Prince say stand down you gotta stand down y'all don't know Jay Prince I sure don't I'm sure that man is the gangster that y'all say he is I'm also equally sure that he give a fuck about that motherfucking diss and he damn sure ain't reading and was like oh no this gonna destroy careers what what you motherfuckers with that you old niggas and, and some of y'all young niggas too y'all niggas like y'all on empire man some of the fucking shit y'all say and the fucking y'all it's like y'all on empire like some of the shit is just outrageous it's dumb oh well if the OG say stand down you stand down y'all believe that shit then you really think that the like where y'all at like what is this a plot of of loving hip hop like that man don't you think that man really was like Oh no, we can't end Kanye's career. Like, I mean, nigga, what? That Nick Drake called that dude and was like, "Look, please, this is what we gotta say. If it comes from you, nobody'll question it. They'll, they won't think I'm scared." They's like, "You says like, come on, man, that shit was so fucking obvious." That motherfucking man was sitting somewhere minding his business, eating some ribs or something, and motherfucking Drake was like, "Yo, but I need just this favor." And I know, I know Drake signed to a lot of people. I don't know how it rolls up, but I know at some, I know eventually it ends at Jay Prince. I think Jay either he funded him or he signed him or something, I know that that dude, like, either owns or fronts something, he got something to do with all the cash money and that shit Drake is, is assigned to, and I'm sure he had an interest, he has an interest in, you know, Drake's music, and so I'm sure he was like, alright man, look, 
we can't take this L, yeah, I'm about to come out, alright, nigga, what you, alright, I'll just tell him that I told you to stand down, and I'll go on all these shows, fuck it, I'll, I'll get in my car and drive up, and I'll say all this shit, I mean, it'll, it'll be good publicity anyway, like, that's, come on, man, y'all, this, if this nigga had a song, he would've had it, and all y'all on the interview, and the, the other dude, let me tell you a story about Jay Print, nobody is doubting, I don't doubt that that man is all y'all say he is, I've heard stories about him prior, I don't doubt that he's a G, I don't doubt none of that, what I doubt is that there was a song, and that he gave a fuck enough about it, to be like, nah, don't put this out, this is too much, no way in the world, that's damage control 101, it is so fucking obvious, cause petty ass, light skinned motherfucking Drake, would've put, a, if he had something to put out for Pusher, he would've put it out, because again, you really didn't need, it's, and it's not like you had to like, find no personal shit about him, you could have really dissed that nigga without all that. You could have just been like, nigga, you, you, you fucking, again, you, okay, so you did all this, you released my, you talked about my baby mom, you tried to fuck up my Adidas hat, which I'm not even sure if that's true, because I think that, I, that sounds shady to me too, that he's gonna hide this baby with this porn star, cold fingers porn star, and then all of a sudden he gonna roll him out in Adidas hat, like, oh hey, by the way, this is my two year old son, like, that don't really sound, maybe, I think that's kind of, sound crazy too, but let's say, but like, nigga, you did all this, and you sold 55k, he could have made a song about that, like, nigga, I, all this hype, you done fucking put, put my shit in the street, I sent you the invoice, and you still only sold 55k, nigga, you irrelevant, you still talking about coke, you, you still ain't shit, you still ain't a blip on the radar, but okay, dude, like, you, you, you know what I mean, good job, you know, okay, I'm still the champagne pot, like, you could have, dog, ain't no song, ain't no song, and y'all believe that shit, y'all so gullible, this shit is like rapping Dalmatians, man, all this shit is a show, it's so obvious, and y'all just taking a run with it, that man did not have no song, I'm sorry, it's no way, it don't even make no sense that he would have had a song, okay, but it makes everybody look good, okay, nobody gotta lose face, but Drake took an L, I'm sorry homie, you took an L on that, you gonna be alright, you gonna be fine, I'm sure you should have dropped in June, because, again, don't nobody, you know, Twitter, black, don't nobody know who Pusha T is, clearly, because he only sold 55k, I guarantee you most of Drake's fans don't even know about this beef, and don't know nothing about it, um, at all, and don't know anything about this kid, maybe he'll go in and remix some shit, I don't know, I mean, I will say though, his, his, his image is hitting, hit, take a hit, cause I already, you know, I had my issues with Drake, but I didn't think he was a scumbag, but now, I'm like, you're, you're a scumbag, dude, <laughs> like, you're a scumbag, like, you're not just, you're not just some dude that's, like, got a chip on his shoulder from not being the man, and, you know, you're a, a scumbag, homie, <laughs> like, really, so, you know, but, I'm sure his album will come out and be fine, so, you know, but y'all niggas kill me, I'm like, yo, these motherfuckers think they fucking loving hip-hop on this, like, all weekend about this shit, like, oh, and then some dude today talking about, yo, let me drop the verses that, that, he, um, Drake was gonna talk about how Pusha had set Kim up, first of all, the story about who, Kim was robbed by, like, some notorious jewel thieves in Europe that had been hitting a lot of rich people, they caught them, cause they knew they were familiar with them, and they knew who they were, and they already arrested them, and it had nothing to do with Pusha, so, y'all making up lyrics now, like, this shit is just dumb, like, this shit is, be, it's dumb, I gave that nigga, I was like, okay, that nigga got to the weekend to respond, if he don't respond by the weekend, then that's an L, he ain't respond, it's an L, he gonna be alright, but that's an L right there, like, that's on your record as an L to push it, you, you fell into your own trap, I don't know how you let it happen, 
but you fell into your own trap, I guess you thought your shit was tight like that, but I don't know how you could have felt that, because again, I heard those rumors, a lot of us had heard the rumors, we just thought there was rumors, and we was like, well, I don't, you know, I, I don't know, like, it don't seem like that's his kid, but we had heard the rumor, you know, I didn't follow it, but I had heard it, so, if I heard it, and a lot of other people heard it, I don't know how he thought nobody was gonna find out about it, so, but apparently he didn't, cause he seemed real shooketh, so, yup, um, Drake took the L, you know, you, <laughs> Meek, Meek, to me, don't see, everybody like, why he ain't, why, who, ain't nobody give Meek that information, to me, Meek don't seem bright, Meek don't seem bright at all to me, he seems slow, he don't seem like anybody who would even think about, hey, let me go, I mean, again, he thought he had killed him with that ghostwriting thing, that shit was always dumb, you're in the industry, you should know, just Meek don't seem bright to me, so I'm not surprised that Meek got done up the way he did, because he just don't seem bright to me, I'm sorry, he don't, he don't, he don't seem like the sharpest tool in the shed, at all, to me, um, but yeah, Drake, Drake, you fell into your own trap, buddy, because you're the king of, of, of exposing people, and so you should have had your flank covered, man, and them niggas ran, ran through your ass like the veil came through, like the veil came through on Ramsey Bolton's troops and busted your shit up, nigga, like, you was not watching your flank, bro, I don't, I don't know, I don't know why, like, I don't know how you think you're gonna just be talking about niggas and, and calling niggas, talking cocky like you do with that kind of secret out there, I don't know what, who does that, but, um, yeah, you took an L on that one, so I don't know what to tell you. All right, y'all, I've been talking a really long time. Um, the Ocean's Eight comes out this week. Um, they had the, the premiere last night, and Rihanna got the, the hot. Kate Blanchett, who was my favorite actress, was clapping for Rihanna like, Rihanna like a stand. Okay, Kate Blanchett is is an actress. Okay, an Oscar actress, and was clapping for Rihanna like a stand. Um, I heard the movie was great. I'm gonna be. I will be there Friday early to see it. Um, I'll probably see it more than once. I'm not going to Magic Johnson because I ain't got time to be fighting nobody for my goddamn seat. Um, but yeah, uh, go see it. Um, all right, so y'all cannot complain that if I have a short episode because I've been talking to y'all for way long. This is episode 156. Thanks for asking Kells Radio. I'm Kells at KMGZ on Twitter. Um, follow me and the podcast there. Um, I'll give y'all the email, even though nobody don't email me though. But it's thanks for asking podcast at gmail.com. Oh, sorry. Genghis Kicks, real quick. I got a few sneakers for y'all. I don't have time to run through it, but somebody asked me to talk about how to clean sneaks. So, um, I clean my sneaks the old-fashioned way with a toothbrush, water, and bleach. But, because that, that just works for me. But, Jason Mark, not, they have, I have the Jason Mark cleaner. I don't like it. it. It works. But, again, I just use the bleach and toothbrush, but I do like it. So, Jason Mark is a good way. It's a little, it's a little expensive, though. So, I got my bottle, but, uh, you know, I use it sparingly. But what they do have that I really do like, that are really good, they're pricey, but they really work well, is they have these wipes. And they have, like, on one side, it's, like, knobs. On the other side, it's smooth. They work really well. And I was skeptical, because, I, you know, everybody got sneaker wipes, and they don't really get shit off. But them Jason Mark sneaker wipes, they wipe really well. So, if you can get those, again, they're a little pricey, but they come in the box. They work really well. Like, you rub your shoes down in them, them joints be clean. Um... But again, you know, um, oh, and I always use the, you know, the waterproof, the boot repellent. I use that on all my sneakers. I use it on my, all my shoes, period. Even my dress shoes, I put that on because why not? It's waterproof and it keeps your shit, you know, 
nice, so yeah, I spray every pair of shoes I have with the, I, I get mine from, Jason Mark has one, I get mine from Foot Locker, you can get it off Amazon, I don't think the brand really matters, Foot Locker, they're older, they got some new brand now, it's okay, but the brand, of, the, the Foot Locker brand they used to have worked really well, now they, I don't know, they got some other brand, it's okay, you can get to Jason, Jason Mark is really good, it's really good, but it's also a little expensive, and I, you know, I they they cleaner is like sixteen bucks and I'm like but homeboy I could get some you know bleach and a toothbrush and, and do the same shit but I do like their wipes you can use their waterproofing spray I used to shit at Foot Locker it don't matter but I, I put that on all my shoes because it really does it keeps the dirt off and you know if you ever out you know you out in the club or wherever you at wherever you at somebody spills something on your shoes or whatever it rolls right off so I always 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 um waterproof all my shoes um yeah that's it oh and I have like um, I buy like those soft towels, like those soft um, cloth towels to just wipe the dirt off them every now and then. But I keep them in the box. I keep my shoes in the box. That's key. I have some in the like clear shoe cases, but I started rotating off of that. Number one, because you got to pay for them joints and they're not cheap. And number two, the sunlight, really not good for your shoes. So you really, you should just keep them in the box. And, and that way when you move, it's easy because you just put them in boxes, you don't have to worry about putting your shoes in there, so you keep them in the box I keep my shoes in the box, I keep them covered keep them out of the light, that's what keeps them fresh um, put those little um, you know, those bags that draw the moisture out, you can put those in there um, yeah, but that's real simple, I know a lot of people got a lot of expensive, but I don't, like I just te- I keep it old school, I got me a toothbrush I give me some bleach um, and I just, you know, hit my soles like that, and then I use the, the for the top part, I use the wipes, I use the Jason Mark wipes, and if you don't want to spend money on Jason Mark Mike's wipes, get you some a paper towel, wet it a little bit, and spray some, um, you know, 409 or Windex, whatever you kind of clean it, make sure it's just not nothing too corrosive, because you don't want to fuck your leather up, um, you know, and just web it on like that, and then just let them air dry, and spray them down again, so, yeah, that's how I keep my sneaks clean. I got a couple pair for y'all, but I'm not gonna run through them. I'm just gonna put them up. Yellow, yellow, um, yellow. See them um, when I put them up. All right. So episode 156 is gonna be um, girl, fuck this job. Um, thank y'all for listening. Tell your friends. Um, rate me. Retweet me. Um, and yeah, I'll see y'all next week. Peace. <laughs>